Oh, the match card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, testing, testing, one, two, testing. I think it's a Yo, he's dead. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Straight to the Mat, where we have your host here, Ravishing Rick, and... The Ness, the Cerebral Analyst. Alright, so uh, we're coming back once again to you with another podcast about wrestling and uh, wrestling-related things, and maybe some other off-topics, but... Uh, and WrestleMania! And that's, that's it, man. Today we're actually doing a WrestleMania podcast. We're talking about the whole WrestleMania weekend, um, everything going on. We got NXT... We got the Hall of Fame, you know, we got WrestleMania itself, which is probably the, uh, you know, the bread and butter, most important thing going on. Um, so we won't spend too much time on, like, NXT and stuff like that. We'll talk a little about the car, but we're just, this is more focused on WrestleMania, but it's part of the weekend, um, just as the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, I'm excited for WrestleMania. Definitely excited. Yeah. Looking, looking to be uh, one of the best WrestleManias in a while. Yeah, um, I, I think these last couple of WrestleManias have shaped up a lot like a New Japan uh, Wrestle Kingdom type of event where it, I think now they've gone from like three to four hours to like actual five, six hour like event, right? They, they, yeah. They've been starting off at what, like five o'clock, right? It, it, I remember last year it was dragging, but yeah, I, I think the, the main event was worth it. But I think now with the car that they have and... All the other, you know, little probably surprises and appearances they may have that Sunday is going to definitely be worth the, the time. But, you know, people say, oh, it's too long. You mm-hmm. know, come on, like, you should just stick to the three-hour format. But, no, they'll, they'll definitely um, find a way to make it more interesting yeah. than last year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think also, like, with the brand split, you have, you have like, I mean, look, right now the WWE has never had as much talent as they do right now. I mean, look, you got guys like, uh, like for example, last year you had Neville and Austin Aries, both not here currently. Neville's still under contract, but not currently wrestling, right? For him, Austin Aries has obviously gone, um, you know, TNA. back to TNA, ROH, doing a couple different Global. things on the indies. Um, but you know what I mean? But you, you have so much talent. So it's almost, for me, it's not like, hey, this show isn't too long. Unless you have great matches, but like I want to, I want to have you know, let them showcase all the talent they have. I mean, you know, like look, anyone on this current card right now can be part of like the main event, right? Like, look, you got this uh, three three way match right with the Miz, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins. You got like you got three guys who can main event a WrestleMania match, and like you well, have, they have main events, yeah, except for Balor, except for Balor right? And Seth, Seth Rollins was part of a main event, but wasn't the main event when he came into and cashing the money in the bank, right, against uh, Brock and uh, And interestingly, I think this is going to be Balor's first, first WrestleMania. WrestleMania which Even though he's been there for like three years. Yeah. Well, he had, well, what happened? The, the injury. Injury, injury set him apart, set, set him back, so that, that didn't happen. Um, but, you know, I mean, look, it's going to be, I, I think it's going to be an interesting match. Um, and like you said, it's going to be more interesting now with the brand split and all these talent that we have. But I think this year they're more focused now on the actual matches. Because you have AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. That's definitely going to steal the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, like, hopefully, hopefully. You know, they're not really relying on, like, outside, you know, talent. appearances or, yeah, talent to yeah. really... Bring yeah, up the, yeah, yeah. So the you, marquee. Like, at least as of now, we don't have The Rock coming back, right? Um, Ronda Rousey is actually part of the WWE now. She's not like a, an extra. Yeah, you don't have like you don't have Snooki, 
uh, you know, ta- uh, tag teaming with anyone, and it doesn't look like they like they didn't bring back like a Hall of Famer, like a, like a Trish Stratus or nothing like that. Um, They'll make appearances here and there, yeah, but not to be involved right, yeah. in the actual match or event. Well, this is like a, a perfect time to segue, right? Like WrestleMania in a whole, like always feels like like a different event. It, it's just like it's obviously WWE's like Super Bowl. Right or like season finale leading into like new things, new beginnings. No, it's like for me, it's like WrestleMania, like the beginning of the fiscal year. All right, like for like you know company wise, like April first is the beginning of April fiscal year. Yeah, so you know everything starts fresh, new goals, new numbers. So for WrestleMania, that's, that's how I see it. Well, you know, I mean the beginning of fiscal year because then yeah, you come, you know, you have debuts the next the next day, mm-hmm. you know that week. So I just honestly, and it's funny because I was like talking to someone yesterday, um, explaining WrestleMania to somebody, and then like you know the, we're in the whole you know Passover and Easter weekend. Yeah. So we talk about you know rebirth you know, uh, yeah. and stuff like that. It's like Easter is like kind of Catholic WrestleMania. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. then next week is WrestleMania, so it's like like I said, it's going to be like a rebirth. Everything starts from fresh because that's like. It's like the ending and the beginning. Yeah. You know, you may have new champions. That starts a new era, new storylines. Uh, which, which is something I always like, kind of look forward to, right? It's always, I think everyone always looks forward to the Raw after Mania, mm-hmm. which, is, which is, I guess, is kind of... Like, when do you remember the Raw after Mania being an official big deal? thing for you? Um, the WrestleMania we went to in, uh, in uh, MetLife, that was, what, uh, 13? Okay. 2013? Yeah. Yes, that thing that the... I remember the train ride going back home. Everybody's like, okay, so what's going to happen tomorrow? Okay. Okay. And that was a big deal because I think when someone cashed the money in the bank, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. Who uh, that I do not remember. Roberto I think. Lord, no, he lost it to somebody. Yeah. Movie. Oh, Jack Swagger. Yeah, yeah, Jack Swagger. Yeah, 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 cashed it the next night. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's uh, who, someone came back, I think, or well, Dolph Ziggler. Brock Lesnar. No, no, Dolph Ziggler cashed it. Okay. Dolph. Yeah, Dolph cashed, and Brock came back. That no, Brock was already there. He was already back. Yeah, he, was, he came back the year. Before. Oh, he fought Triple H there, right? Yeah, yeah that's it. Okay. But something yeah. else happened, but it was just. I mean, it's been a long time ago. No, yeah. no one's gonna blame you. Uh, you know, you don't remember that far back. We're also like thirty-two, so yeah, our memories are a bit spotty at this point. Um, but yeah, no, for me, I kind of, I guess, I guess one of one of the first Raw after like, you know, Raws after Manias that I remember was like WrestleMania fourteen. Right, X Pac debuts, and I, I feel like prior to that, I can't remember anything of significance happening. Right on that Monday after Mania, do you think of any? Well, aside from from that, that was like WrestleMania thirteen, right? Or what? No, he went back. He went to jail the next the next day. He he stunned Vincent. Oh yeah, so he made a big deal like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the first day as champion he's in jail yeah yeah but but I, and I, the reaper for yeah the but but I would say more so like not not so much an event happening, but as much as, like, a wrestler making a debut or coming back or doing something on that Monday. I never really thought of the wrestler coming back. Like, okay, yeah, it was good that X-Pac came back, but just the whole, I see it as a whole. It yeah. changed. You have fresh storylines coming up. Coming up now. Yeah, of course. Because then, I don't know if you remember, that same night, Farouk got kicked out of the nation. Yeah, Shawn Michaels left. Left, yeah. Triple H became the leader of the yeah. The New Age all of us got their joined. push. Yeah, they, they joined DX officially. So that's how I see it. It's like a fresh story right yeah. now. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I definitely see it as, as that whole too. But I think I, I should say that 
was probably like the first time that I like actually uh, like recognized that like something different was happening. You know what I mean? Like for sure that that, that way. Um, but aside aside from 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 that, I mean mania. You know, every, everyone loves mania. Even even you're you're not like a hardcore wrestling fan. You know, they know about WrestleMania. Everybody knows about WrestleMania, but it's it's because WrestleMania has been such a staple, right? Since like its inception in the '80s, you know what I mean? It was more known now. Like, yeah, because usually when they go to a city now, people are bidding on it. Like, the yeah, Super Bowl. it's just yeah, they, they make a whole you know media frenzy about it. Yeah, especially coming up this weekend, all people gonna be on you know. I got a couple night shows going to uh, New Orleans for oh, to yeah. actually go to Mania. Yeah. Guys, I play flag football with, and they're, they're, they're like, it, Fuck you know. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, oh man, but I mean, next year we're definitely gonna try to get back to MetLife. No, we are getting yeah. back to MetLife. Well, yeah, we will by hook or crook, some way, somehow, we'll, we'll get there. Um, but yeah, no, but for me, I mean, I think like you know, Mania has been such a like huge pop culture thing, right? I think uh, like recently I started rewatching the Manias, right, to see like, look, honestly, if you compare WrestleMania one to like a WrestleMania. As of recent, like, no far no comparisons. I mean, look. They had the same strategy, though. They had the same, yeah, yeah, celebrities, big matches, but, like, yo, you had jobbers in these matches, actually. Some of these matches were actually against, like, jobbers. Mm -hmm. You know, there was, like, a match, um, Special Delivery Jones versus, like, King Kong Bundy. I mean, you know, I, I don't know who Special Delivery Jones is. Do you? You know, but, like, these were, these were, like, matches, you know, that, that you had on these cards. And, you know, then, obviously, it was still, like, very, like, um, I think, main event heavy. You know, like, they still had great matches. Um, but what was, like, your favorite match, I guess, on, on Mania when you were saying something? Uh, uh, Big John Studd versus uh, Andre the Giant. So, 15 grand on the line match. That's a lot of money back then, 1980, whatever. Um, but, you know, but, like... I mean, the evolution of Mania was it, it's been crazy because, like, even WrestleMania two still kind of had the same vibe, right? Where they, where you know, it wasn't the grand spectacle that it is now. No pyro, not everyone had like entrance music. You know, you had the celebrity portion of it, right? And then, um, you know, that kind of went on for years. You know what I mean? And then they kind of stopped doing that for a little while. Do you remember that phase? Like, I think they stopped doing that after eight. Yeah, because nine, I don't remember no celebrities. Yeah, nine. Uh, ten, ten had had some because they were in New York City again. Eleven, uh, the Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. Twelve didn't. No. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I can't remember anything. Thirteen, like twelve. Thirteen, it did, but then remember Ken Shamrock became part yeah. of the WWE. And then fourteen with Tyson. It's not a bad idea. It's just yeah. sometimes it steals from the actual yeah. talent. But like they kind of got back into celebrity thing. What? post what WrestleMania 17 and it became kind of like a bigger spectacle again like eight like 19 I think maybe was from 19 on right because you had like WrestleMania 20 21 I don't remember 19 having these celebrities that's what I'm saying no but I'm saying like the spectacle of it right they were at the stadium they were at Safeco Field that year right uh where were they WrestleMania 18 they were like the Astrodome right was it Astrodome was that 17 18 was in Toronto okay okay Sky uh Skydome Skydome, yeah. So, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, it had, like, I think WrestleMania for, for a little while did lose kind of, like, its luster. And it, and as of, like, last, maybe, what, 10 years? Mm -hmm. Right? It, it's kind of gotten back to, like... And then we always can say, like, they just, like... At first, like, it's not a good idea to do the stadiums because, you know, the viewing and then 
also like it takes away from the actual aura of the matches, but the hell with it. Like, it gives it that like, event feeling. Yeah, um, I, I think yeah. I mean, I, I like the stadiums though, for sure. Like I think Safeco Field uh, WrestleMania nineteen was like, one of my favorites. I still want to go to that stadium. Like I saw a Seattle Mariners game the other yeah. day. Uh, actually, yesterday's game. The Super Bowl took on a fly ball. They're off for a home run. They were supposed to be a home run. They just caught it. Like, yeah, it's like a beautiful stadium. Then I remember, like, oh shit, like, WrestleMania. WrestleMania 19, right? Yeah. yeah. The 19 was there. Yeah, but I mean, it's cool. I mean, because look, we've been to, we, we, I mean, we literally were at MetLife for Mania. And it was, like, an amazing spectacle. It's still, like, one of my favorite Manias, because I think, like, one of my favorite matches was actually, like, uh, CM Punk CM Punk versus uh, The Undertaker. Right? Like, that was definitely, like, one of my favorite matches. Yeah, well, that's one. I did, like, the Brock Lesnar and Triple H match. Um, that's still a show. I'll give it to The Rock and Jobs. You know, they really also tear down the, the house, the city, town. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was like a great match. Um, was there like any any mania matches that like stand out to you? That stands out. Yeah, any favorites? Any or any particular like mania that's that like maybe the one that stands out the most is the WrestleMania 13. Oh, Bret Hart, Bret Hart, Austin. Stone Cold. Yeah. yeah. Again, that also changed the course of the storyline within the Bret Hart became a heel, Stone Cold became a face. Yeah, and that led to the whole summer storyline. Canada versus yeah. US. Yeah. Yeah. I think like one of my favorite matches would have been uh I think actually like WrestleMania fourteen. It's actually one of my favorites, right? And then I would also say that like my favorite match on that card, maybe maybe not like anyone in particular's favorite match. They might not thought it was that great, but I thought it was great and I've always like mentioned that like I think my favorite maybe my favorite match of all time is definitely WrestleMania fourteen, Shawn Michaels versus Steve Austin. Right. It's funny you mentioned that like Austin said something. I saw a video recently that he said that it wasn't his favorite. Yeah. Because he thought that that match wasn't going to happen until that day. Where Shawn Michaels uh, little back problems. Yeah. And the way he was just you know out of it, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yo, I was scared." Like walking into that day, like I don't, I don't even know if I'm gonna have a match or not. Or probably will have a match, but I don't know if Shawn Michaels gonna show up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think I think that was like my favorite match only because like of all the uh, all the hype that was like around it, right? Like people, yeah, people didn't didn't know if it was gonna happen. Like you know, Shawn Michaels obviously had this like got this back injury at uh, the Rumble, so he like wasn't at maybe one hundred percent or the same that he was. But like when he came into his match, like he like literally looked like his old self. Like he delivered, and I think. I think some of the some of the some of the moves he was doing, like, but I thought it was work. After, at that time, at that yeah, age, I thought yeah, it was yeah. work. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, I, you don't know any better. But then now you see back, it's like you see the pain inside. Yeah, yeah. But it's also it's even like um, it's even like let's say for example, maybe even the Montreal Screwjob, right? For like a long time, I thought that was like a work, right? And I still kind of think maybe it's a work, right? Like you know, like it helped it helped him build hype into WCW for Bret Hart, right? You know, it uh, it kind of launched like the whole like Vince McMahon, like Mister McMahon character, right? Um, and you know, I I think yeah, I, I think for me like that match was like my favorite because like even when Shawn Michaels moved, 
there was pain being expressed on his face and stuff like that. And I think that makes the match like even better, right? Like it like literally like delivers. You know what I'm saying? So I think for me that's like one of my favorite. And um I like rewatch it all the time. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, thirteen there's a couple of them, but thirteen was the the one that stood out. Yeah. Preferably because I was a Burr Hart fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I um, I, like I, I would say that I think like Mania's had like a lot of great matches and a lot of great events, you know. But I'm, I'm like I, I'm hoping that you know it, it just keeps going, right? It just kind of keeps going up, 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 and up. You know what I mean? Like uh, I, I'm hoping that this Mania delivers because it has all the matches on the card to deliver. Which Mania didn't stand out to you? Which Mania stood out to me the most? No, I mean didn't. Oh, didn't. didn't. Like I have, I look. I, I'll be honest with you. Like I think, to rewatch some of these manias, like WrestleMania one doesn't really do it for me. WrestleMania two doesn't really do it for me. Well, remember, we're, we're still young, but I'm saying, like, yeah, but I mean, but also, but also, but also, too, like looking at it, uh, looking at these manias, like back and, and and looking at them like currently, like you get to like see the natural progression and evolution of wrestling itself, right? Like Ricky this Dragon Steamboat like literally delivering like a, a, a top rope splash oh, WrestleMania you know onto uh, Hercules Hernandez uh, Wrestlemania 2 right oh, yeah, okay. was like literally oh my god look, look at this guy like flying high high flying you know but it's, it, the truth of the matter is really today by today's standards it's like very simple plain and vanilla yeah. right but like which one didn't not deliver for me I would say uh, I think like maybe Wrestlemania 9 WrestleMania 9, uh, WrestleMania 12, 2, I think, right? That was Take or Sit. Is that, or is that 13? Mm-mm. 12 is Sean and Brett firing that match. Okay. So 13. 13 Take Yeah. So, okay. So, WrestleMania 12, okay, delivers. WrestleMania 13 and 11 under delivery. I think those are the two. So. I'll go with 11. 11 didn't stand out for me at all. It was just poorly, in my opinion, poorly executed. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, um, I also got to say 15. Which 2000. Was, right? That's, that one also. 2000. No, 15, 15, then 2000. So 16, right? It's 2000. Yeah. Yeah. 15 didn't stand out for me. Even though they were like, it was like the, the, the high point of the Attitude Era. Because what do they call it, WrestleMania 15, the Raging Climax or some shit like that. Mm. Um, the you know, big show came through from the CW. That was a big, yeah, a but, big thing. But that was like St. Valentine's Day Massacre happened. And then he you know, No, I'm saying, but like you had a, a big WCW guy yeah, yeah, yeah. now at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah for some reason it didn't stand out for me. It's just. I, I know it was like The Rock and Austin, but yeah. it didn't stand out. Then um, 17. Really yeah, maybe one, two good matches. The whole oh, Austin and the Rock again. But it just didn't do it for me. But after that, I think all of them have something that you will remember stands out. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I mean, look, I think all of these like, I think like all of these cards like have uh, one or two matches at least, right? Um, like. I think, like, as Mania progressed, I think they kind of got the idea that, hey, we need to make these matches, like, better. bigger, better, and, like, a bit more entertaining. 
right? And I think that was something that just, like, happened. Like, that was, like, just the, uh, the evolution of, like, all these, like, events and cards. And I think up till now, right, it's led up to the point where now it's just kind of, like, um, I guess more in line with, like, a New Japan, like, type of Wrestle Kingdom paper. No, I still haven't watched the whole event. From January, what, January? Damn. I can watch, like, a couple matches, because this is long. Yeah, it's a long one. I mean, yeah, we're, we're not trying. <laughs> we're, we're, we're also not really trying to. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. We're also not trying to take away from like WrestleMania and stuff yeah. like that. But uh, yeah, like, was I? I think WWE definitely changed their approach. No, but that's good that we mentioned New Japan because that's the route they're going. From what I see, WWE, they're well, the cards, more yeah. on the matches now. Yeah, yeah. And they're not relying more on like outside celebrity and media. Because, like I said, I'm looking forward to... The match I'm really looking forward to this year is uh, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, I've never really seen Shinsuke Nakamura wrestle uh, in New Japan, but mm-hmm. I heard his matches out there compared to the ones he had here. Oh, yeah, they were, like, way better. Yeah, like, But also, like, AJ versus Shinsuke over there, like, at Wrestle Kingdom... What was it? What number of those this year? Was it 10? Or, yeah, so it was, like, 9 or whatever. doesn't matter. But, like... The, the last match AJ had over there before he came to WWE, like, yeah, that was, like, a show stealer, right? Like, and also, I think I think the, the, the story behind it, too, was also that, like, AJ had this, like, uh, lower back injury or whatever, and, you know, like, how was this match going to be, whatever, and ultimately, uh, it, like, over-delivered. Now, what am I hoping? That, like... The same thing? They're going to, like, deliver the same thing. Like, I mean, very similar. AJ had, conveniently has another injury leading to this match. So, um... I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, if... if think he's going to drop the belt? I don't know, man. I, you see, because the problem is, right, WWE hasn't, like, built up this crazy hype train behind Shinsuke. Whatever, like, hype train they have to try to build behind him has been derailed. Right? Like... I don't know that Shinsuke is anything as comparable to the way he was, like, in New Japan. Like, Shinsuke Nakamura in New Japan was, like, this, like, crazy, like, rock star. That's what he was. He wasn't an artist. He was a musician. You know, he was just, he was just this, like, entertaining, over-the-top guy, which I I don't, I I think sometimes that shows the WWE, but also I think they handicap him and put handcuffs on him. You know, and it's not as, like, entertaining. As it is, I like I'm collecting his promos as of late. It's you know because he just straight to the point. I'm gonna beat you. Yeah, well, because I think that's the thing too, right? I, I think it's a language barrier. So it's like the same thing with Oscar. Like Oscar, all she does is really say one or two words that are kind of the same, but they don't let her like have these like crazy promos because yeah, language barrier. Yeah, but I mean Shinsuke, I think his English is way better <laughs> than Oscar's. No, but I still think that AJ is gonna drop the bow and go. He's gonna go with the Shinsuke Nakamura era. He could, he could do well with the title. I think he could have some good matches. Well, no, I mean for sure he can have great matches. I don't think that's a question. Like him having great matches isn't a question. It's whether WWE gets behind him because it's almost like when you gave Eddie Guerrero the title, right, or Rey Mysterio. You're like iffy about it at first, and then like, yeah, yeah, and then you give him, and everyone loves it, but then. Yeah, I think well I think Eddie I think Eddie Guerrero by far had like a way better like um had like a way better run with a title than like Rey Mysterio had. Oh absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, I enjoyed the third one. He had a the feud with uh, JBL. Mm -hmm. Then he had a little feud with also. Uh, no, he didn't go out against Taker. I think. Uh, oh. Taker. No, he nah, I don't think he did. I know JBL. Somebody else because his run wasn't that that long either. It wasn't I think it lasted until like maybe June or July. Yeah, it was like somewhat short. But it was like a memorable run, yeah, yeah. right? Because it's like, hey, I remember Eddie Guerrero was champion. I don't really remember Rey Mysterio as champion. But I think Rey Mysterio's run might have been even, like, shorter. It was. Because he lost that thing. Um, who did he lose? That's a good question. Batista? No. He won it at WrestleMania 22. I know he had like a little feud with Chavo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like, it wasn't that long and it's not like Chavo. I think already. it was Orton. I'm sure it could have been Orton that he lost to because he won it from Kurt Angle and yeah. Orton. Let's see. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't as memorable. It was, it was good. Like, oh, you were going with the champion, but what more can you do? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I think the thing with Shinsuke is that like Shinsuke has like a little bit more size, right? Than uh, than like Eddie, a little bit more size than like Rey Mysterio and height and like just like his skill. I mean, definitely gonna put him over the top. Um, you know, so yeah, it should be an interesting match. Um, but aside from that, like I mean, look, uh, we're not gonna discuss the card too much in this section of it, but definitely it's gonna be one of those situations where uh, I'm looking forward to Mania. Right, I'm looking forward to this mania more than anything. I think just because like all all the matches is like really super stacked, and like all the titles that can change hands that night. You have uh, the women also going into it, so it's going to be entertaining. I think uh, you know regardless of the fact, you know, right? It's going to be like a long, entertaining show. I'm ready for it. Um, I don't know, man. It's going to be like super interesting. I think super interesting, like card. Another question: You think it's too soon that um they're coming back to? New Orleans since WrestleMania 30? Well, no, because I, I, I don't think it, I, don't, I really think it's like too early to go back anywhere, right? Because I mean, look, you can make the same argument like, hey, are you going to have WrestleMania all these years at the Staples Center? And then, hey, are you going to have WrestleMania, all, uh, no, sorry, SummerSlam all these years at the Staples Center? And then are you going to have uh, SummerSlam all these years at the Barclays Center? It doesn't take away, I, it doesn't take away of the venue. I think what it takes, I think what takes away from uh, like any card, no matter where it is, or how many times I've been somewhere? It's it's the matches, it's the mm. build up. You know what I mean? And I think I think now I think the WWE maybe is a little bit more story driven, and like even now they use like the online platforms to like kind of build hype so around these matches. Well, yeah, like even like Facebook, you know, they 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 you know Instagram, you know, they like come promos and do all these like crazy things now. So it like keeps building. You know, for a while, you could connect more. Yeah, for a while, they were just kind of like, they kind of got away from like promos and building match packages. They were just like, I don't know, it was like, it was like too cartoony for a while. I and also, I enjoyed the, like the training uh, videos. Going All the montages, like uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, Iron Man training, doing. Uh, well, even now, they're doing the Ronda Rousey. Yeah, 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 the Ronda Rousey montages, which, uh, who knows. And I'm, ha I'm happy to see Kurt Angle again at WrestleMania. Yeah. Perform. Yeah, I mean, well, that's gonna be that's gonna be the thing too, right? Like, Kurt, we saw Kurt Angle have his like uh, one like his comeback match with the Shield. 
right, doing that stuff, and now it's going to be back to, uh, you know, back on the biggest card, right, of uh, all. Uh, Jones is last with me at 22, right? Yes. I guess Shawn Michaels. Yeah. No, no, no. Jones is Twenty-two was when he was a uh, world champion. We defended against Orton and uh, Mysterio. Oh, that was a great match. Actually, I might retract that. Uh, well, look, that might be my second favorite match on the main card. That was a sick. Much of triple threat or Shawn Michaels? Not triple threat. I, I got to see it again. I don't know. That was no, but I, I now remember the Shawn Michaels one. Was because, too. Yeah, no, that was great too. But they did this crazy spot where there was like, I guess, almost like a triple suplex, maybe or a double suplex. It was. Kurt Angle got behind, I think, Randy Orton, and Randy Orton in front of him was Rey Mysterio. And then, like, Randy Orton at the same time that like, Kurt Angle goes to flip both through the suplex, and, like, Rey Mysterio goes like, flying. Yeah, it was like, uh... Yeah, I gotta watch that match again. Nah, I was like, it was perfect. Um, yeah, but then I remember the Shawn Michaels one. That was, that was good, too. Yeah. That spot where he did, Shawn Michaels did the flip, land on the table, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. break. What well, broke part of it, and the... the the, the up part was still standing so it's like stuff he was hanging pretty much dangling his stomach well that was like a similar spot that happened too right uh, against Ric Flair right yeah WrestleMania yeah where he did the moonsault and then he like yeah, just like hit the table yeah you and know that, that, that part didn't snap yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah man I mean any 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 other thoughts you have on Mania any anything else going on I think it's coming back at Mania or after Mania at Mania well, I don't know. There was, like, this thing where they're saying, like, The Rock, right? Like, The Rock should be coming back, I guess, uh, at Mania. He might be having, like, a match. Strowman's partner? I don't know. But I that's, have a feeling it's going to be Strowman's partner. Rey Mysterio. Bobby Lashley. Remember, he left TNA. Bobby Lashley. And there's rumor that he agreed to... Uh, he agreed to terms with WWE, but they, they did not specify what term, you know, the terms. Mm. I have a feeling Bobby about Lashley. I guess he likes two powerhouses. Against the bar. Against the bar. We are the bar. Man, Bobby Lashley? I can see that. Yeah. Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman? Yeah, well, I guess, right? Because, I mean, he doesn't really go to NXT. Because, he, I mean, he's been in yeah. WWE, so he knows how to work WWE style. No, Bobby Lashley. Stupid thing to put him in NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, all right. I, I guess we can discuss more details that, we're, that we think is going to return. Um, you know, but... Uh, you know, we're, we'll be back, and uh, when we come back, we'll, we'll discuss, uh, you know, the Hall of Fame real quick, and then we'll just maybe just, we'll, we'll just pick who we think is going to win at the NXT card, and who do we think is going to be moving up from NXT, right, possibly um, mm-hmm. the Raw, right, on the Monday, you know, Monday, after, yeah. after Mania, I can't speak, obviously dyslexic, or and SmackDown, see, mm-hmm. that's the other thing too, right, I, I kind of not forget, there's a brand split. So people can't go up to, like, two different shows. So you have a possibility of more people, like, you know, coming up. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll take uh, we'll take a small break. and We'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, we just took a little small break. So still discussing WrestleMania and WrestleMania as a whole. And big weekend it is. Uh, we have the WWE Hall of Fame coming up, right? So uh, every year, you know, you have, you have all these, like, great uh, performers, past, uh, present, uh, you know, being inducted, um, and, you know, you have your honorary inductees, usually, like, you have your celebrity wing and stuff like that, but, uh, you know, every, every year, every year, you know, there's, uh, there's always people that, you know, people, you know, the fans fear were slighted and missed, and, hey, when is this person going to the, uh, going into Hall of Fame, 
then you have some some more controversial um, you know selections that may never get into the Hall of Fame, but maybe do deserve to be in there. You know, when when you look at some of the other people that are in there, you know, like how did that person get in there? Um, but you know, but this year, this year, you actually, I think you kind of have like a kind of stacked uh, <laughs> like lineup Hall yeah. of Fame, probably one of the stronger lineups in years, right? Or inductees, I should say. Well, of course, Goldberg takes the cake. Goldberg leading the the pack. I think that's like a big name. But do you think? But do you think like? Okay, so uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna cut you off. I'm gonna run down the list of inductees, right? Okay. So we got Goldberg, okay, the Dudley Boys, okay, Ivory, Hillbilly Jim, Mark Henry. Then you got the Warrior Award going to Jairus Robinson, uh, and then you have Kid Rock, which it's cool because I mean I, I feel he has had a, a place with like you know performances at Manias, and then you know theme songs for certain American badasses. Yeah. But then Jeff Jarrett. Hey, that on. one, you never, you know, I never thought would happen. I mean, that's probably the most, that's probably one of the biggest and maybe more controversial, like, picks we've had in, like, years going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I was surprised. I didn't even, it was, for me, I didn't even look at the rumors. It was like a shocker. But, yeah. I, but you know, I mean, Goldberg, okay, so, I mean, Goldberg coming back, too, was a bit of a controversial thing, too, right? But mm-hmm. I don't know that he left with as much heat as Jeff Jarrett had. No, Jeff Jarrett left with Def, definitely a lot of amount of heat, and then the fact that he's like, like he's literally trying to compete with the WWE, yes. <laughs> like with like total nonstop action, TNA, global uh, wrestling or whatever, global force wrestling, or whatever. Um, you know, so that that one's that's an interesting pick. Um, but all right, so let's just discuss them real quick. I spent too much time here. Goldberg, well deserved. Come on, yeah. he's pretty much. You know, took WCW to hold out another level. It broke away from the NWO storyline a little bit. Because at least you have something now that's more legit WCW than not relying with the NWO as much in the late 90s. He, you know, that that's you know that's why he deserves it. Yeah, he did his run in WWE, to be honest with you. It wasn't the run that we all expected. No, but I thought he had some good matches. I had look, no, he had good matches. Look, listen, if you rewatch Brock Lesnar versus uh, uh, Goldberg at a WrestleMania 20 in mute, <laughs> like yo, know, it's a great match. Like, don't pay attention to the crowd. No, no, not even. And just... watch the match for what it is. It's two big powerhouses. No, I mean the thing. run itself. No, 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 no. I know, I know. But I mean, also, no, he had good it, matches. It, it culminated with that with that match, and I and I thought that you know. Um, you know, I, I thought he had some decent matches. Elimination Chamber was a good one. Um, I still think he should have had a better run with the title. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of short. He was he he actually defended the title a few times, like two or three times. In yeah, the and like and he had his run from what the the Summer. Raw after Mania, right where he comes in debuts um, against The Rock, right uh, during that whole promo thing, and then you know like uh, you know. Oh, you talking about now? Yeah. Oh, no, I was talking about back then. When... Well, no, I was talking about when he debuted the Mania after Raw. We had his run started from that, from that. The first time, yeah, we did. Oh, okay. against, yeah, against The Rock the first time, and then they kind of just. Kinda no, I'm saying he on. never, he didn't become champion until later after, until like the summer of that year. So, no, I'm saying the world, the world title, he should have had a better run with it. Yeah. I yeah. didn't really, I didn't really feel that whole Triple H storyline. Like it just, I felt like he, he, he trashed Goldberg. Yeah, they, well, well, that was a problem, right? They like buried a lot of like the talent that was like in WCW at that time. I was coming in, like Booker T probably had the most successful run, 
I mean, you know, if, if I had to put it, right? So you, you, do you think Goldberg deserves it? It's deserving, but for his WCW run or his WWE run? His WCW run. Okay. So that's what we think he got in here for. So not really his WCW no, run. No, looking at his WWE run. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying it, it's, not the, it's not as extravagant as his WCW run was. Okay. That's it. He blew up. And WCW. And, WCW, and yeah. he took that company to higher level than what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, we're moving on, right? Goldberg, cool, deserving. Dudley Boys. Definitely deserving. Yeah, enough said. I mean, these guys have won tag team titles across all organizations they've been in multiple times. They've had great matches. Um, you know, they, they Bubba, more than Devon's had a more successful, like, singles run. You know, they came back to WWE uh, a couple years ago, short-lived and maybe not as impactful as, uh, you know, as, as I thought they were going to have, right, of a run. Um, but they're deserving, man. ECW Originals. Yeah. The WWE scene had great matches with Edge, Christian, the Hardys, you know, and then they went on one of the most successful uh, teams in history. And then, of course, TNA, Team 3D, you know, uh, you know, they smart way to kind of like change things around for him but uh yeah no i personally i for sure like unlike goldberg no uh argument here about i'm going in no dudley's yeah definitely deserving like you said multiple championships all over the globe um they could they evolved throughout the years yeah because they became they're still relevant to today get the tables yep and like you said bubba had a you know, better singles run than Devon, but it doesn't it doesn't overshadow the the tenure they had as a tag team. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they more recognized for. Yeah, and yeah, the WWE run was definitely great because they came in also in the middle of like the whole Attitude Era as well. So bringing that ECW mindset in the Attitude Era really clashed and yeah. mixed in very well. It's true, because I think the Dudley Boys are really the only guys, aside from RVD, where I felt like this is ECW. Right? Like, they're, they're probably the most successful ECW guys there, because, like, Rob Van Dam, yes, did get a title run, very short-lived as heavyweight champion, did have some great matches, and, and did get some title belts on, on, on you know, some title, title belts while he was there, but it, it, his impact won't be as last long in, uh, uh, you know, it's like the Dudleys. Like the Dudleys made a last impact that no ECW guy has ever made there yeah. aside from them. And right. they lasted longer than yeah. any other ECW original. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Even though I hear Tommy Dream is still in the company. Yeah. Uh, agent, yeah, probably. I mean, he, I, I he's been on and off, but. Uh, so let, let's uh, you know the next next person on this uh, Hall of Fame list. You know we're not, we're trying not to spend too much time here because I kind of want to get into the Jeff Jarrett. We'll leave him last. Um, Ivory. I gotta say, deserving. Deserving. Yeah. She pretty much was part of that whole. Well, at that time, the women's attitude era revolution. Yeah, which was by they had great matches, great all of them, and Ivory had amazing matches, and she had Effie with China. Then she broke uh, China's neck, right? Or she almost broke China's neck? I don't Yeah, something like that. Yeah. She was out for like an injury. Yeah, her neck, yeah. Well, maybe one of her boots popped. You know? Something like that. <laughs> no, she's definitely well deserved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I, I really cannot say something that stood out from her. I just got maybe the China feud. 
uh, her promos were pretty good during that feud. Well, yeah, she was great on the mic, especially when she was with the right to censor. Uh, yeah, that's when yeah. she really clapped into her character. Yeah, yeah, no, no, she was great. Uh, and they say that's her. How, that's how she is in real life. In real life. Oh well, then. so it really gelled well. well then that works then perfectly. Um, but yeah, no, Ivory is deserving and um, glad to see her going in. Um, Hillbilly Jim. Well, I didn't grow up during the whole yeah, Hillbilly yeah, Jim yeah, 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 era, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Well, I really can't say what, you know, accolades or accomplishments he had. He had. Good larger gimmick, than, though. Larger than life. I mean, that's he what I remember. A great gimmick. Larger than life gimmick. I big him. guy. Yeah. Big guy. I remember him from, uh, he was managing the, the Godwins. The Godwins. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, managing the Godwins. Um, all right, so let, let's not focus too much on Hillbilly Jim, but I guess you always got to have, like, a Hillbilly Jim going yeah. in. Um, Mark Henry. Definitely deserve Yeah, the world's strongest man. I mean, Mark Henry came into his own when, you know, the Hall of uh, pain. pain, you know, like, I mean, he, you know, came in as Mark Henry, good old Olympian, Dead Nation of Domination, that sexual chocolate. I like the sexual chocolate. Oh, sexual cho- well, sexual chocolate was hilarious. But even then, you know, it was, it was, and you know, I always thought, man, why don't I ever give this guy the title? But he did work a little stiff. At first, maybe he wasn't the safest guy, but then, you know, he finally got into his own with, with the Hall of Pain, and, and, you know, he did that retirement thing, which was, like, classic. Yeah, that was a classic thing, man. That was a classic. Yeah. You know, classic. It would have been better if he would have won the title from Cena. Yeah. That would have put him over the yeah, title. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, but, look, I mean, he did en- enough, and maybe more than enough, to solidify his, his legacy in WWE and have... Entrance Hall of Fame. Yeah, because at, at first I thought like, oh, he's always, he's just a mid carder. Yeah, I know. So I thought maybe even less than a mid carder sometimes. Yeah, and depended at what time, what era. Yeah, because when after the Nation, he did the whole sexual chocolate thing. That was mid carder. That was great. No, it was a great storyline, great gimmick. You but know? it was like everyone in the attitude had already, like had a great gimmick or had something yeah, to do. Yeah, had to do. They didn't get lost in the shuffle like now. Yeah, the whole you know, tranny thing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, well, congratulations, Mark Henry, world's strongest man. Um, Jarius Robertson, the Warrior Award. I, I saw a little on him on Raw, I, another sickly child. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time here. Um, or say the wrong thing. Yeah, say the, like, yeah, say the wrong <laughs> thing. Or I probably should have probably prefaced it and said that first. Right? Yeah, I was the wrong thing here. But, uh, okay, sure he's deserving, but then also how many other sick kids are out there that might be uh, <laughs> deserving of that spot? But... All right, Jarius. Jarius, uh, we hope you get well. And hopefully, he's still alive. Uh, you know, but whatever. Celebrity win. Kid, my, my name is Kid Rock. Kid Rock. No, definitely. Out of all the celebrity wins, I think that's the most deserving because actually, he's actually a person that actually been involved. Yeah, with plus, the WWE almost club. like Fred Durst too. Like, I, I guess that could also be another like possibility one of these years. No, definitely. No, they're probably not even probably even next year. Yeah, yeah, because you know, if it wasn't for Kid Rock, I don't think the Undertaker would have had the great impact as the American Badass. No, no, that's someone just really. Well, I like because they 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 didn't they didn't well the entrance didn't actually start off from the entire song. It actually started the off from the midpoint, right? And then you know then it goes, but like. The American Badass gimmick was like such a huge like thing at the time. Um, you know, the Taker had disappeared, right? Um, you know, comes back, right? Has uh, you know, you, you're not sure what Taker you're getting. 
you know, the music the music starts with the with the little girls and everything, and that that that, that, that Titantron and Judgment Day two thousand. You know, and then uh, he's here, and and then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, ah, and American badass, and that 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 goes, and all of a sudden, holy shit! Like it just Taker coming down with this with his motorcycle, it it, it just like made everything like even better right like and uh, to me that's how i remember kid rock it's really only huge contribution to the wwe you No, it, it gave the i think of that legitimate it made the character more legitimate and more again yeah quote the song badass yeah, yeah, yeah. the american badass right? i think the old american boy don't get me wrong he, he went through after kid rock he did the the theme song with a the Limp Biscuit, was it? Fred Durst? Yeah, uh, Rolling. Rolling, yeah. yeah Which yeah, is yeah. good, but I think the American. They had the same impact that, that that did, yeah, yeah, not at all. Yeah, because you see the, the girls in the beginning, and mm-hmm. then Judgment Day is here. And then it's so connected because Judgment Day, that's where he, the paper where he uh, re debuted. Well, he debuted that gimmick. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, American yeah. Badass gimmick. Yeah. So, no, I think definitely that's why he deserves to be in. Um, the Hall of Fame, well, Celebrity Wing Hall of Fame, and also I, I've I don't really watch the tribute to the troops as as much as before, but usually he does a theme song for those uh, shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, I think yeah, because he's, he's gotten into more folk country mm-hmm. type of thing, but uh, but congratulations, Kid Rock. Um, so what we have now here is uh, you know. Big doll going into this year. Although Goldberg could have been a great like entry, right? I guess Goldberg would have been the one, and I guess like Jeff Jarrett overshadows Goldberg. I think it overshadows. Oh, for sure. Even though they're not playing it like it overshadows. Mm, no, but it does. Like if anyone's a headliner here, it's Jeff Jarrett. Yes, <laughs> like it's not Goldberg. Um, so what do you think about Jeff Jarrett? Like, I mean, controversial. I honestly don't think he just like. I don't know. Like, it's I too don't, soon. But I also don't think he had like anything impactful really in the WWE. As a whole, not in WWE, um, outside. But aside from like, let's say, uh, let's see, WCW, right? There was WCW. We had his run, uh, Memphis, right? Uh, the the Jarrett promotion and stuff like that, right? Father, yeah, father's promotion. So, um, is it is it more contributions to the industry, mm-hmm. or do you think it's Jeff Jarrett, the wrestler, going in? I think it's more contributions into the business. I didn't really like his runs in WWE. His runs is so nah, even the slap nuts thing wasn't like. But that was what those. That, was, that wasn't WCW though, right? Was that WCW? Did he do this? No, he did. This. No, he did the Don't piss me off. Oh, in WWE. Don't piss me off. And then with the guitar, and then the slap nuts was in WCW. All right. It was funny. It was catchy. But like, I don't know. If you remember back in one of the, those or the either the WCW. DVDs that said like he he broke ten million guitars, never sold a dime. Well, I, I mean, but think, that's but that's the thing because I mean, Jeff look Jeff Jarrett a never won a title in the right? WWE that wasn't like the Intercontinental title. Did he even win the European title? Did he win a tag team title? He did win the European. title. So, okay, European, no tag team. No, but no heavyweight. It's like he no. never he never asked he never. I mean, look, could he, he was have a done it? But he never, like, I don't know, something about him, I never, like, I had a bought Razor Ramon as a heavyweight champion, 
Uh, shit, maybe even the one, two, three kid. I could have seen as heavyweight champion, but like I would have never like actually seen like Jeff Jarrett like kind of at the top of the WWE card at all. You know what I mean? No, no, so many. But even in WCW, like he got the heavyweight title. They were desperate. But WCW was desperate because I, I I started watching a little bit of the stuff at the time. They they had no direction. They like whatever we could get, you know, we could try to mold into a champion or. Yeah, they were, like I said, they were desperate. They just put the title on anybody. And he, the gimmick worked a little bit. It was kind of catchy. And the whole NWO 2000, which was kind of stupid at first. Kind of played out, like, how many iterations of the NWO can freaking have. That's why I kind of like what the Bullet Club is doing, not to break away from WWE. Yeah. Like, Bullet Club, like, they have the Elite. They have the OG Bullet Club, and then they have Bullet Club, right, right now. And... Even though they're, like, kind of feuding and a little breaking apart, maybe, maybe not. But they don't have, like, all these, like, different, like, little, like, you know, variations of the Bullet Club, right? It's just, like, the Bullet Club, and that's it. You know, and, and that works. And hopefully, whatever angle they're doing now doesn't lead into, like, the NWO. But that, uh, another episode, another episode, yep. another conversation. Sorry. Jeff Jarrett. Um, like I said, he's deserving because of his contributions. But the I honestly, not a, not I honestly haven't paid too much attention to the Jeff Jarrett in, like induction package. Did they focus on his wrestling or his contributions to wrestling? The package was more of the wrestling. Yeah, because they 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 really didn't show but, stuff. But the but is this is this is this a way to get Jeff Jarrett into the WWE family and maybe have him like head NXT, maybe be part of creative. Um, yeah. Be an agent, something. Because remember, Jeff Jarrett is a creative guy. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett. If it wasn't for Jeff Jarrett, in my opinion, I don't think we would have had AJ Styles now in WWE. The AJ Styles that we have. Okay. Cause remember, okay. he gave AJ Styles his pretty much big break. Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, some more Joe. Yeah, he but. Some more Joe, that big TV break. They give him the break, but is it Jeff Jarrett or is it the individual? No, it was Jeff Jarrett. From what I've, I've seen videos and read, Jeff Jarrett ran creative in TNA. Okay. So he gave them these gimmicks. And yeah. Because even though he was still a, 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 a full-time wrestler, he was running, yeah, he was running creative okay. in TNA. All right. So, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to finish this Hall of Fame conversation. Um, Jeff Jarrett, deserving. Not deserving. Yeah, deserving. Deserving. Okay. As um, a contributor. As a contributor. And just... Okay. Not the wrestler. I gotcha. Um, okay. So, Jeff Jarrett, he's in. We have no choice. <laughs> but uh, any <laughs> anyone you wish to have seen this year, anyone you want to see going and forward into the Hall of Fame? Like Tra- think of Is Rashi recruited in the Hall of Fame? That's a good question. Is it? Uh, I think... No, I... Yeah, yeah, he is, right? Yeah, 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 he would. He would, um, not that I could think of right now. Okay, but but the two, the two debated ones. The controversial ones, I guess Savage is in China, Benoit. Ever? Yes or no? It's it's bound to happen. China, yes. China, yeah. Okay. Benoit? Long shot. Long shot. Okay. All right. Well, you know, uh, we'll we'll see next year, you know, who's going to go in. Next year would be New York. Um... 
What about Christian? Christian, hopefully Christian gets in. He's got like a huge contribution to the tag team scene. Um, he's a great heel, I thought. Mm-hmm. But all right, um, so we're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we'll just discuss the uh, NXT card really quick. We'll run through that. And then, um, you know, who we think is going to get the call up to uh, either Raw or SmackDown. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, hope you missed us. We're back. We just took a short break again. Um, this time we're going to be discussing NXT matches. Um, you know, we're just going to touch on some. Um, and, you know, it's just kind of uh, winner, loser, and then if we think this person is going to get called up or we'll be seeing them on Raw or SmackDown. So let, let's start off with the uh, main event, right? Uh, what should be the main event? Um, NXT Championship. Andrada Cien Almas versus Aleister Black. Now, um, Andrade Cien Almas' character has changed completely. There's an evolution of the character, and it's probably way better than what he was at first. Um, I think Worse is an amazing heel. Better as uh, Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, better than, yeah, he does Alberto Del Rio better than Alberto Del Rio. Um, versus Aleister Black, who's been built as this, like, machine, unstoppable. He's like um, Derek Braun Strowman. Yeah. Yeah, a little smaller, but I mean, I, I buy it. I mean, he's got tats, you know, leather, uh, the look. You know, he's got this, like, crazy look. Um, who do you think gets the uh, W here? Andrades. Andrades? Yeah, I think he's going to come out some way, find a way to, you know, squeeze a win. You know, he has uh, the man- his manager as well. Um, I can't remember her name right now. She's a hottie. She's, yeah, she's, she's a hottie. She's um, from New York City as well. Oh, what's her face? Um, Trinidad, something Trinidad. What's her name? Rosita in TNA. Yeah, um, Thea, Thea Trinidad, I think that's her name, right? Yeah, yeah, that's her name. Thea Trinidad, yeah, yeah. I remember her um, character name right now. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, um, that's what But anyways, uh, so I, got, I think I got Alistair Black going here. Right. Yeah, I got, I got him over. Um... You know, because I think they've been bullying him up, you know, a lot. So I, I think he's got to take it. And, you know, either a returning Drew McIntyre debuts in this match or not. We'll see. That's right. Um, but uh, who gets the call possibly from this match? If, one of them has to stay, I guess. But No, I think it's still too soon for Andrades. I think it okay. still has another... Maybe a couple more months for the for the title run. Okay, I can see him coming up in the summer, but not not now. Okay, well, uh, I Alistair got, Black. I can see him coming. Up. Yeah, I was gonna say if he gets the L, I see Alistair Black coming up. Um, you know, I think I think he would fit in maybe more on the SmackDown brand because we got Eli Sampson already. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, over there on uh, on Raw, so maybe maybe give Alistair to SmackDown, uh, but hopefully he doesn't get lost in the shuffle, right? Um, NXT Championship, Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler. I think, uh... Women's Championship match. Shayna takes it. The, the win. And, and Amber, Amber Moon comes Amber, Yeah, see, I love Ember Moon. I think she's, like, she's a phenomenal. Uh, Shayna Bla- uh, Baszler is also phenomenal. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess I'm going to agree with you here. If anyone's getting the call up, um, I, I would imagine Ember taking the loss and then go on to SmackDown's women's division. Because I, think, I so? think Raw might be stacked a little right now. Well, it depends what happens at Mania. Yeah, well, that's true, right? That's true. But, um, you know, maybe I, I would I would call it maybe Ember, Ember going up for sure. The unsanctioned match. Uh, 
Johnny Gargano versus uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, have you been following? Yeah, have you followed this? I feud followed at all? the feud. Yeah. Okay. Um, Capote Gargano right now he's he quit or he got a match that career-ending match. Yeah. So he's not officially in NXT, but they reinstated him for this match. He's gonna take the W, but also be called up. Okay, so you got Gargano. Gargano. Okay, Gargano. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, they were great, you know, tag team, right, DIY, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, I guess, I guess, like any good tag team, they have a, they, they feud better as he, you know, against each other, and, uh, you know, we've seen this, you know, throughout the years in wrestling, right, even Edge, Christian, you know what I mean, uh, more famously, Marty, Janetti, Shawn Michaels, right, um, I, I gotta go, I think, I think I, I guess I gotta go Chiampa on this one. I'm oh, gonna yeah? go Chiampa, yeah. But then they're both phenomenal wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, then Gargano, I'm gonna call him as an NXT call up, though. Uh, not an NXT call up, but a 205 call up, but still wrestling on NXT. Okay, I, that that's that's where I'm going with. But now here's the one that I'm really like, kind of really interested in seeing. It's going to be the ladder match for the NXT uh, North, North American, American Championship, which is youth, which the is US, US title, title uh, basically. Um, but I guess also Canada, right? <laughs> um, so we got Adam Cole, baby, uh, versus EC3, right? Ethan Carter the third from uh, TNA, which is like crazy, right? They will let this guy. Well, they, he actually keeps EC3 name because it's still in continuity with. The gimmick that he had in TNA, TNA which was Dixon, Dixon Carter. Carter's nephew. Yeah, so I think that's actually pretty cool. Um, you know, uh, Killian Dane, uh, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet debuting as well. Um, you know, versus Velveteen Dream. Uh, who do you got in this match as a winner? Um, and. Right away, I'm going to say EC3 stays, Ricochet stays. I almost, I mean, it'd be very interesting if one of these two loses, or both obviously lose in the match, and they're like call-ups. You know what I mean? I, but I, I have that so, before. I mean, I mean, no, no, I'll take that back. So who you, who you pick again? Well, as a winner in this match? Yeah. It's got to be Ricochet. It's got to be Ricochet. It's got to be between Ricochet, EC3, Adam Cole, right? But of the three of them, okay. So I got it's got to be Adam Cole or EC3, and between the two, I guess EC3. Yeah, my pick is EC3, and I think out of all six, Adam Adam Cole, Cole, right? Okay, I agree. I agree. Raw SmackDown. I can see him more on a SmackDown guy. Adam I can Cole. see him feuding there with uh, AJ. Or get into maybe... Maybe get into stable with... Oh, I don't know. Does Adam Cole go? Do, do they break up that little like ROA faction they got over there? Well, but I guess they can't because one of them... Well, either, from, what, from what I've seen in NXT, they're, not, they're still a faction, but yeah. they're both doing their own yeah. thing. And one of them was injured. Yes. So, well, okay. So you got Adam Cole taking the W? No, no, no. no EC3 EC3 taking the W. Adam Cole being the one called up. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, yeah, I guess I would agree if it's got to be Adam Cole. But if it's any of the other three guys, I would say maybe maybe EC3 skips. Does this one match in these? But I guess that would be a little weird. But, you know, Adam Cole. Yeah, Adam Cole. But now I'm confused. Like, is he to be coming in as a heel or face? That's all he's kind of like a heel. With William Regal. When he's kind of heelish. Like heelish, heelish. Heelish. But, I mean, he probably works better as a heel than a face. Yes. Yeah. You know? And the thing is, like, NXT, it's like, you know, just to conclude this conversation is, do you constantly keep rating, like, do you constantly keep rating... NXT to bring people up, or do you like stack up the talent and let and let NXT be like the third brand, but possibly maybe even overtake them? You know what but I mean? That's the I think that's the idea they were talking about. Yeah, a couple months ago, which could be the they reason wanted to be the third brand. Which could be the reason why they brought a that maybe they're bringing into the fold uh, maybe a guy like um, Jeff Jarrett, because right? From why or Jeremy Borash too. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's, he's there as creative. Yeah, so, you know, maybe these maybe maybe these are going to be the guys who take over NXT. But then the thing is, this is where I'm confused. So NXT was supposed to be, or is going to be the third brand yeah. to go against Raw and Spider-Man. Yeah. They're kind of making now 205. A brand itself. Yeah. But I guess you have to. I mean, you have to keep it interesting because, look, like, you got this network, right? And this is what I've always thought about the network, right? You got the network. Why don't the women have their own show? Now that they shouldn't be on Raw and SmackDown, they should. Why don't the women have their own show mm-hmm. where you take SmackDown, Raw, you even take like NXT, take all these talents, right? And you and 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 you let them compete, right? Maybe I guess it's hard if you can have a Raw and SmackDown champion, right, to do it, but you can still have separate brand champions on this show. I could see it as a super show. Yeah, for the women. Yeah, I mean, but uh, still be on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, of course, and highlight those matches, but. They can be their own separate thing where they have female uh, women tag team champions, maybe even like, you know, and, and then maybe an offshoot of like an INC title or well, like a U.S. title draft, for women. When the yeah. draft first started. So you have the Super Show, both Raw and SmackDown, yeah. and then you have one champion for Raw yeah. and one champion for SmackDown yeah. on the actual Raw and SmackDown yeah. show. Yeah. But then the Super Show, it'll be like the women's tag team. The, you know, if you want to have a North American women's champion, you know, and then let them involve in that, in that brand. Yeah. The women's brand then, you know, showcase also at Raw and SmackDown here and there. But remember, they, they also want to showcase the women on Raw and SmackDown because of, you know, the ratings. And yeah, of course. That's like the bread and butter right now as well. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, so, all right. So I guess that that concludes our NXT portion of the show. And uh, and up next is like really what you've all been patiently waiting for. Uh, the big build up is the uh, WrestleMania 34 card. So uh, we'll take a quick break and then uh, you know we'll just jump right into it. We'll be back. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we're back, and uh, you know it's what you've been waiting for—the main event, uh, the WrestleMania 34 card itself. So you know, I guess. Uh, I guess some of these matches will make the 7 o'clock start time. And then I guess some of these uh, will probably be on the uh, 5 o'clock pre-show kickoff. Uh, But either way, um, it's all WrestleMania, and and, and I'm sure they're all going to be great matches. Um, So let's get right into it. Um, First, we're going to start off with the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, You know, I'm not going to go into participants as much as who I think is going to take it. Um, 
you know, who do we think has a chance of winning here? Uh, notably, uh, the one guy who's not, like, on one of these matches for Mania, and, and it, like, baffles me, is Elias. So, safe to assume Elias is in the Andre the Battle, uh, Andre the Giant Battle uh, Royal. Royal. And, uh, if being the case, I gotta go with Elias on this one. For the Battle Royal? Yeah, yeah. If you, he's in it? Well, he's gotta be in it. I mean, where, what else? Uh, he's not on this card. I mean, he's done nothing but build hype for himself. Yeah. You know, like, I think Elias is probably one of the most over, if not, like, one, one of the best heels on the roster right now for the main brand. So, so I would, I, I would, like, off the top. Yeah, it's like, it's like, the, it's like, it's really, uh, the, you know, it's really crazy because we went to uh, that Raw, the Coliseum, where Elias actually walked in front of us. Yeah. Remember the Drifter, right? With his Drifter gimmick. And then they were like, oh my God, it's Elias. Uh, you know, so uh, I got Elias here. Who, what do you got? Who do you got? Um, I think the, they announced that the, the tag team of uh, the Revival is in the Battle Royal. I can see either both of them. You can say they're both are going to be the first team to win the Battle Royal, but okay. that's never the case. I see one of them taking it. Does... Is there like a returning person? Is there returning, or or are any NXT participants in this match? They usually bring an NXT person. Does, does the is there a returning Drew McIntyre <laughs> possibly in this match? I, don't, I, I can't see Drew McIntyre come up in the. Nah, nah, the it? Okay, okay, okay. Um, so I got Elias. You got the revival. Okay, uh, the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal, which the name was changed recently. Well, should. I didn't agree that they were going to call it the against for fabulous, fabulous moolah. I mean, I had heard over the years myself, like reading and other things. You know, you hear you know on the internet. Of course, the dirt sheets are dirt sheets or whatever. Like a lot of this stuff is sometimes made up. But um, good. I'm glad they changed the name because I didn't agree with that. I was like, that's actually kind of stupid. But whatever. Who 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 do you, who do you have here as uh, the, the winner? I can see uh, Sasha Banks. Okay, Sasha Banks. Yeah, uh, I would. I would. You know, I. I want to see Sasha Banks get back to where she was, right? Um, I would also imagine Bailey is also in the match. They were also feuding, which, I, which is weird. They're not going to have like a match. A singles match. Yeah, but I guess you know. You, you, I guess it's a good way to to build, build up. up some some storylines into uh, into it. Um, yeah, I definitely, I agree with you here. Sasha Banks, I would maybe, I, I would probably pick Carmella, but I'm going to save my Carmella pick for something else, and okay. we'll get there. Um, so we both agree, Sasha Banks with the win. Um, any ramifications out of this battle royal? Heal Sasha Banks, maybe? That's what I personally No, I think she's already healed yeah. now. Well, yeah, yeah. But, but no, like, like more you said, the, the battle royal is a... Is a Pretty much a uh, startup to more single matches yeah. from them to Bailey and Sasha Banks to build up. Okay. Um, all right. Next match, and uh, this is actually something I'm, uh, I'm definitely excited for this because um, you know one of the participants in this match hosted WrestleMania last year, and it kind of sucked that they weren't part of the ladder match. But it was a, it was a great spin when you thought it was them, but then it was actually the Hardys. But uh, let's get into it. SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Usos 
versus the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. I'm looking forward to this match. How about you? No, it's going to be a good match. Um, as a pick, uh, I got to go with the Usos. I love the Usos. Yeah, the Usos are like my favorites. But I think my favorite act in the WWE right now are the Usos. And I think if the Usos or Roman Reigns, one of the two went to either brand, they would make for a perfect heel stable. Like the new Samoa SWAT team. I think it's, it's like the Usos' it's heels are great. Um, although they're, they're kind of like anti hero types. You know, they're, they're heelish, but they're not at the mm-hmm. same time. But I think like the Usos and, and Roman Reigns would make a great like trio, uh, you know, stable. Um, but here, who do I got? I want the Usos to win. But I think the New Day takes it. I think New Day takes it. But the Bludgeon Brothers, I think, I, I think, I think they kind of finally got Luke Harper and um, you know Rowan into like a really good gimmick. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, I guess, Bray Wyatt-ish. But it, I, I think it plays better on their personas because they're just like they just look like tough, mean guys, yeah. you know. And I think adding them to the match after what happened in the last pay-per-view with them, um, I, I think it's perfect. You know, I think it's a perfect like combination of athleticism, entertainment, and brute force. I still think they should have made this match a ladder match. Yeah, yeah. I see the Usos and New Day doing Well, do you, you do know that, like, uh, you know, I actually forgot to mention this earlier, like, New Orleans Commission actually put rules about things that are banned. Oh, yeah? WrestleMania, like certain moves are are not allowed. So I wonder if I wonder if that's why they don't have like any kind of crazy like gimmick matches here, you know, because of that. So I mean, I, and I also think it makes for an entertaining match when you can't have all these crazy high flying things. But does that take away from the cruiserweight match? But we'll, we'll discuss that when we get there. Um, so you got the Usos, I got New Day, and I got the Bludgeon Brothers. Like really, like put it on a show for everyone. Um. Do we see anything here? Any any new day breakup? Um, any anything with the Usos? I can see the Usos becoming more um, fan favorite. Okay, like, mm-hmm. like you said, they they like anti-establishment, anti-hero, but more like like when Stone Cold was, you know, anti-hero and he was liked. Okay, I got you. I got you. All right, so Usos. I got a new day. Okay. Um, Cruiserweight Championship Tournament. Finals. Okay, so this has been an entertaining uh, actually set. So ever since Enzo left, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. Right, perfect. You know, I, I think I think they, the Cruiserweight got a new kind of focus, spin. spin it's actually, a new face, restructured, re-everything. Um, oh, now with Triple H running it. Yeah. Well, we got Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. I'm not crazy about the, the, the two people in this match, or to be honest no. with you. Nah, man. I thought for sure, like, Neville Austin Aries was, like, an amazing match last year. It's hard to top, I think, those two guys. I, I, I like Cedric Alexander. I like his gimmick, his uh, wrestling abilities. So I got to go with Cedric Alexander. Well, you know, well, at least he doesn't beat his wife like Rich Swan. Right? Dumbass. Um,. But yeah, so for this this one, I, I think I, I think I got Cedric Alexander to uh, Mustafa Ali is entertaining to watch. He's a, good he's, he's a great wrestler and, and crazy high flyer. Um, but I, yeah, I got Cedric Alexander here. Um, 
But what would be crazy is if like we got a returning uh, Neville. Like we had like a returning Neville who like a breaks this match up or just takes the title himself or comes back or let's say let's say the winner of this match right gets a title but then like um, you know maybe maybe Neville comes back the king of the cruiserweights mm-hmm. like maybe comes back with his own title. Well, my prediction was Alexander Alexander would win the match but then start going with the heel gimmick. That's like a possibility, yeah, because I can see Mustafa Ali being more of a face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, okay, so you got Cedric Alexander, I got Cedric Alexander. With a returning Neville. With the returning Neville somewhere here. Okay, um, well, the next match we got, we got the United States Championship match, which originally was just Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode. Then it became a triangle drop triple threat with Junior Mahal being added and now it's a four way with Rusev Day. Rusev Day yeah with Rusev um this is gonna be a great match I think because like all the talents on this match could, could like definitely deliver. like deliver um but the entertaining thing here of all of this is you got Rusev in this match right mm-hmm. And Rusev's got such, like, momentum right now, right? But it's crazy because, look, any 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 person who wins this match has a claim for the title. And, it can, and each individual one has, like, an interesting perspective, right? You have Randy Orton, who had never won the U.S. title, but he finally got it, right? Um, I can see him losing the match because I guess maybe he doesn't need that title as much. And also maybe he's not as – who knows after this mania if he's going to be as, like – Active as he has been in the past, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe he takes more of uh, you know part timer type of like uh, role. So I can see him losing this. Um, Bobby Roode, you know, I can see Bobby Roode winning this easily, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think everyone think would be glorious for him to win at Mania and be a hell of a hell of a way to like culminate his run, right? Uh, he has this great Mania moment, right? It'll be his first Mania. Um, could be with a huge title win. Right, um, and I think everyone's behind Bobby Roode, but I can see Bobby Roode going heel maybe too here. If he wasn't, if, maybe yeah, or, or some sort of heel run coming out of it. Um, Jinder Mahal will, be, I think, goes without saying, be very similar to him winning the heavyweight title. You know, his gimmick fits probably more for him winning the U.S. title and trashing America more. Uh, but I can see Jinder winning, and actually, Jinder was probably one of my favorite heel champions. Right, I, I enjoyed his run. As heavyweight champion, and then um, ultimately we got Rusev. On my high on Rusev, I, I think Rusev is uh, hilarious. So if like have you ever bothered to watch Top Power Wrestling yet? Yeah, I gotta start watching it. So, so you need to start watching Top Power Wrestling. Rusev is probably what, one of the more entertaining people there, mm-hmm. and like Rusev has like these like crazy like comedic chops, right? That like you know he's like hilarious. Um, but I can see the Rusev Day thing being so high, but not winning the belt. You know, like Rusev. Do you think he'll turn what face? Well, I think he is face already. Uh, to be honest, uh, just the way everything's going. But like Rusev Day, it won't be Rusev Day that day. This is, I think, the other talents in the match. But I think he's gonna be a great part of the match. But this has been long-winded. But who do I think is gonna take this match? I honestly can't decide. 
There's too much talent here. No. So, I'm, so who do you have going? You already mentioned it. I, I think Bobby Roode's taking and becoming heel. Okay. With the title. Okay. He did a good run in uh, NXT. I think oh, yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could definitely do it on SmackDown, especially uh, against uh, Randy Orton. Yeah. And then with Rusev coming up as a, more of a face, you see that going. Like Bobby Roode versus Rusev angle? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess I guess they got Bobby Roode here. You know, it's, it's hard pick, man, because he's got so much talent. This is a stacked match. Like, this is the main event for, like, a heavyweight title. I like on any other pay-per-view, you know? Um, okay. Uh, the Intercontinental Championship match. The Miz versus Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. This is going to have to be the match of the night. It is going to be. It's going to steal the show. I think so, which is hard because one of the matches we got coming up. But I, I think this is the show stealer. And why do you think this is the show stealer? I have my reasons. Come on, look at the talent you have. You have Seth Rollins, you have Finn Balor, and then you have uh, The Miz. Well, Finn Balor and Seth Rollins with their high fly, uh, high flying moves, definitely going to steal the show. Um, the Miz definitely was character and see that, he could that's, wrestle. See, that's what I think. I think it's The Miz himself. Like, Miz is my favorite heel right now. Like, probably the longest. I think he's probably the most consistent heel in WWE. And probably the he's most under, And he's the most underrated talent on, on that roster. But I, I, I can see this. I already have the scenario what's going to happen here. Yeah. So, I know Miz is not leaving with the championship. Yes, that. I agree. I think it's going to be Finn Balor's time, as I see. I, I agree, too. Champ. I go Balor on this one, yeah. But the way he wins it, I think the Miz is going to – the reason why he loses the title is um, the, the, the club okay. going to get involved. And also um, the Mysteries is going to turn their backs on uh, the, oh, Miz. the Miz. Okay. You know, because of what I saw from this past role. Yeah. It's like setting, setting it up. Yeah, so. they've been setting it up slowly. It's been like a slow, like – Mr. Oz eventually is going to, like, A, have enough, or the Miz is just going to get rid of them. Yeah, they're going to turn their back on the Miz, cost them the belt, and Finn Balor is going to, you know, capitalize and win the IC title. And then for Finn Balor, that would be a legitimate startup to put the, the club up there. Okay. With him as an IC champion, then with, with him hopefully winning the tag team title sometime okay. soon. Well, we, we, we neither one of us is really – mentioned Seth here. I think Seth is going to have a great match here. No, absolutely. It's going to come close, but I think Seth Rollins gets pinned either way by one of the three, right? I, I think if I think if the Miz does get his back turned on by the Miz Raj, the Miz Raj takes him out. He's like somewhere outside of the ring or off camera, but ultimately the Ballard Club does something to cause Seth Rollins to lose. I think Finn Balor wins. Mm-hmm. But I think this isn't... I think this is the turn... I think this is the start of a heel run for Finn Balor. Balor. Finn Balor's been too much of a face and it's not getting him anywhere. Mm-hmm. I think the club itself would work better as a heel faction. Kind of like they did with AJ Styles and you saw how great that was. I thought that was really entertaining stuff. Um, 
you know, and, and I think that's how it happens. I think the, I think Finn Balor wins the INC title not as a face, but as a heel. But then that wouldn't wouldn't that go against now turning the the club the the tag team the club more as a face? No, because they are a face now. No, I'm saying they are a face now. Yeah, but, but they work better as heels. So you think they would switch back to heel with Finn Balor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be the start of a Balor Club heel run okay. for all all three of those guys. You know, uh, and it's going to be a great match. I think there's going to be maybe some because none of them do crazy like flips and turns, but I think they're going to be some nice high spots here. Yeah, that are, are aren't like out of this world. But I think I think between Rollins and Balor, their athleticism is going to carry the match. I think. The Miz's charisma is what makes the match ultimately what it is. You know what I mean? Like whether he's cowering, cowering, uh, cowering away, um, pointing at the Miz to do something, knocking a referee out. You know, I think I think the Miz, the Miz's persona is what you know makes the match. I think the 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 athleticism and skill of uh, wrestling skill of Balor and Rollins. You know. Is what makes the match what it's going to be. Do you know what I mean? It's gonna, yeah, they're going to be the high points. For the yeah. So, uh, next up, we're going to have the Raw's Women's Championship. Uh, but before we get to that, we're just going to take a, a, a quick break. And um, we'll be right back. All right, well, welcome back from another commercial break. Um, just discussing WrestleMania 34 card. So up next, we got the Raw Women's Championship match. Nia Jax. Former besties, Nia Jax. And Alexa Bliss. So, uh... Great storyline. Great storyline. Amazing, like, build-up. And... Yeah, even before we pick, you know, have, make our picks for this match, I like the fact that this build-up is also... Was it's on camera and off camera? Yeah, because I follow both of them on uh, social media. So you know the snaps, the IG stories, the besties. So then even afterwards, you know, it it, it bloomed to the social media. So it makes it more, not to say more real, it just gives that more realistic feeling that the match is gonna put on it's gonna put on a show like them too yeah well yeah I agree because also like if you like you follow them on like like social media right neither one of them is on each other's feeds right now which is kind of reminiscent to back in the day like you know like heel baby faces didn't hang out with one another mm-hmm. and when they feuded they feuded and then you know you didn't have that interaction right um, so I think that's kind of great but I thought it was a great build up you know it was like okay well, why why does a girl like Alexa Bliss hang out with someone like Nia Jax if it isn't for the exact reasons, right? To kind of just use her. Um, but I think it makes for a great match. I mean, you know, uh, I, I guess I was kind of looking forward to maybe was maybe Asuka versus uh, Alexa Bliss. But, you know, um, I, I guess, you know, they went the other way. It makes more sense. Yeah, it makes more sense, you know. Um, you know, because, like, Asuka would has beaten Alexa so what's another match you know what I mean this time for the title you know so um, you know I, I I enjoy this this is like a great feud and I think like the women's division has the potential for great feuds great storylines they've obviously had amazing matches the elimination chamber 
my favorite yeah. um, of that night. Uh, the two it was that match. That they had the best spots. They had the best storyline going in there, and you know they sold the show. I thought, um, but I think you know this is going to be an amazing match. And what, what thoughts do you have on this? Anything well, else? My pick. I definitely got to go with Nia Jax. Okay. Okay. She has them more like face persona now. Okay, yeah. Winning the title definitely put a legit start to a bloom for another, you know, bigger storylines with other uh, female superstars. Okay. Um, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go with Alexa Bliss here. Yeah. Yeah, I think Nia Jax gets a title. I don't think it's gonna be at Mania. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see if Alexa can go into another Mania. And, you know, like, did she leave victorious, right? Did she take this title? Uh, what, what did we have her in last year? It was, she was Smackdown, SmackDown champion. And she lost, right? That's what it was. Because then she showed up on Raw and then won the belt shortly after. Um, so I think, yeah, man, I think Alexa here. Right. She was, yeah, she went as champion last year. Yeah, I think Alexa goes into champion this year but leaves champion this year. You know, because I think Nia Jax is great. But I think Alexa is the women's division on Raw. Like she's got, she's got like this like great heel persona. You know, I love the way she works the fans. Sometimes you know she has them on her side, and then all of a sudden she just well, yeah, like in the chamber. Yeah, and she just changes it all. She changes the script on them. So I think in this one for me, I got I got Alexa Bliss with Mickey James. You know, oh, right. Mickey doing James playing a factor. Yeah, or or in your scenario. If she does play a factor, either cause, causing her to lose or helping her win, right? Um, so, all right. Next on to another women's match. we got the SmackDown's Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair versus Oscar. Looking forward to this one? I'm looking forward Definitely, to it, too. Uh, Oscar wins for me. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know how I, I see this match as? As like a Undertaker-WrestleMania match. Okay. Because you guys, they building it up as the champion versus the streak. So, like, they both are, like, at the top of the game. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. They're both top of their game. See, the only thing, the only problem I have here is the buildup for this match has been very minimal. And Asuka and Charlotte haven't had this, like, crazy feud. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Alexa and Asuka would have been a huge payoff. Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of been built into the Raw storylines, right? Where they've intersected, and it's never been for the title. Mm-hmm. Asuka hasn't gotten that L yet. I don't think she gets the L against Charlotte Flair. Um, but I do see if there's some sort of draft, right? Asuka wins mm-hmm. on SmackDown. Goes to Raw. What's that? Feuds with Ronda Rousey. Right, and the her first loss is to Ronda Rousey. Right, because they who else is a dominant force that can actually in the WWE less legitimately go head to head to head with Oscar aside from it makes it makes sense Ronda Rousey or or maybe Oscar uh, does win. Right, um, you know, Ron. And, you know, she stays on SmackDown brand. Ronda stays on Raw. And it's this whole year build-up to WrestleMania next year where there's another Women's World Rumble. Ronda wins. 
Ronda goes on to WrestleMania, picks Asuka as her opponent, and then beats her there, right? Like, or maybe have to say... I think they already started, not building it up, but it was just like a hint. They've hinted at it. Because um, of the... Yeah. Because supposedly Ronda Rousey, she was at the, the announcing for WrestleMania next year press conference. Yeah. So it's like, you know, pretty much saying that she, you know, she's going to be here for a while. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I don't think she's going to go anywhere, but I think it's going to be, uh, you know, I, I just hate to see Charlotte Flair get lost in this shuffle here. Because I like Charlotte. And I also I like thought her. she was a great heel heel uh, champion at first. She's a face now, but she also does great heel work. Mm-hmm. But I've still got to give it to Asuka. Asuka? So we got Asuka here? Okay. Okay. Anything else on, on the match or that you got to say? Because I said a lot. <laughs> no, because, um... Yeah, about Charlotte Flair being lost in the shuffle. Like, no, I don't think she'll be lost in the shuffle. It's just um, she'll be she'll work her face and you know pretty much bring up all the other talents they have on SmackDown. Work with them. That's how I see. Then Oscar also being a champion there. You know, bring up you know other talents that they have over there. I can see Oscar feuding with a Becky Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that, too. I, I think Becky deserves another title run, too. I, I like Becky as a wrestler. Um, all right, so is that it on that match? Okay, here's the match we forgot to mention. The Raw Tag Team Championship, which was the bye versus Braun Strowman. Who do you got here in this match as the victorious winner? And is it just Braun Strowman alone, or is there to be determined uh, tag team partner, and who do you have that being the uh, so to, yeah, to be determined tag team partner because even Kurt Angle said it that you, you can't have a tag team match until you find a partner. I could see Braun Strowman winning the titles with a returning Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, that that's an interesting one because I guess right, it can't be someone who's only going to be there for one night because unless. Braun and that person lose the match the next night on Raw. Unless it's Elias Samson. I was going to say that earlier when you mentioned the Battle Royal. Yeah, I, didn't, I almost didn't think about that. Uh, I'll save it for the Raw match. Yeah, he's not announced for the Battle Royal. I think he could be, since he's been feuding a lot with Braun Strowman. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, actually, I was just thinking that right now before you said that. He could, Braun Strowman could pick him as a, as a partner. But maybe Kurt Angle picks him as a partner, or maybe Elias volunteers. That's and that's the way to turn Elias' face, because he has all this momentum. Look, when you mentioned now, well, before, when um, Elias hasn't been advertised for the Battle Royal. Yeah. And I'm like, and I, was, I actually watched Raw this past week. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, you're, it makes a platoon together. Like, okay, he's not advertised for the Battle Royal. Because you have people like Matt, um, Matt Hardy advertised. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> you know what? Maybe... I, I think can that I, could be a case. Even I, though I'm still sticking with my Bobby Lashley. Do I retract? So, I think I might. Re- I think so we I have re- to rewind the whole thing. Yeah, we're not going to rewind the whole thing. <laughs> so, you know what? Come to think of it, um, I guess I didn't think about Elias possibly being the, the. But it all makes sense. Right? They had this crazy feud. You know, he broke this, like, giant, like, you know, guitar on him. Uh, it makes more sense for Elias to be put into that role. And maybe Woken Matt winning the Battle Royal. So I got retraction. Woke, retraction. Woke, 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 we have to go back to that. Well, Woken, Woken, Woken Matt. Well, Woken. Well, for me, Woken Matt wins. But it could possibly lead to a broken gimmick. So 
you know, ultimately, you know, that maybe that creates some sort of buzz for the, the Woken, Broken brand after Mania. If Elias returns here, because there was a rumors about, hey, is it Rey Mysterio? Hey, is it The Rock? Hey, could it be Bobby Lashley? So you, you have, obviously, the right to your opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go with Elias on this one. You got Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I got Bobby Lashley. I'll stick to Bobby but, Lashley. But if we do it this way, right? Ah, yes. Wonderful. Because I just, like, totally put two and two together. And, and no, it's funny because yesterday or the day before I saw on Instagram, someone mentioned, oh, possibly be the mystery partner could be a returning Jeff Hardy. I'm like, I don't, but, I don't see it. I don't see it because he's come back as Brother Nero. Yeah. But, of course, Brother Nero was arrested on DWI. So, <laughs> you know. But they but if they showed him on that and they didn't cut him. Yeah. They obviously anticipate him returning. Yeah. yeah. Unless it was, like, a one-off thing, but... Which is pretty cool. Which is cool, because I think Brother Nero comes back, well, Jeff Hardy comes back as Brother Nero and just fits into that into that role better. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so, the bar, I, I mean, I love the bar. Uh, they grew on me over time. And I think they're on Catch. Raw. Yeah, I think the bar on Raw is one of the better gimmick or tag teams. And not only do they set the bar, but they, they are, are the, the bar. bar. Um, so yeah, I, I think that for me is going to be, um, an interesting match, but yeah, I'm going to plug in Elias Samson here. I don't, I, cause I don't think it could be anyone. Cause like, you don't want to make Braun look weak and then lose the belt the next night. Unless like the Dudley boys return or, or something like that. You know, unless you have an impactful tag team to beat them, like maybe the Usos lose and then the Usos show up on Raw. Then I can see them maybe beating uh, Braun Strowman or someone else. You know what I mean? It has to be someone that's worth beating. But now that you mentioned that it's Crown a draft is right after me. I don't know. I think the draft is not that. No, well, they, ha- they would have mentioned it. I haven't heard anything it's about the draft. Role. I think it's going to be in June. Yeah. So it's got to be a little, it can't be that close. Because um, last year it was close. It was two weeks after. Yeah. yeah. So, so, okay. So ultimately we got Braun Strowman and whoever his partner is winning the match. I pick Lashley. I pick Elias Sampson. Okay. Now, here's the big one. Daniel Bryan, another tag team match. Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon versus KO and Sami Zayn. This this match has got all kinds of, like, amazing written all over it. Amazing and a lot of outcome. Yeah. I mean, look, this, this match here has been built up for a long time. More over the year. Um, Since last summer. Yeah, it's been, yeah, yeah. And the crazy thing is, too, another match that would have worked here for a returning down Bryan would have been his feud against The Miz, because that's been a big build-up, too. But what I like about this is, like, in line with The Miz, they've built this over time. But not only with Daniel Bryan, but with Shane McMahon. And this is the payoff. This is, like, old-school wrestling, like, uh, building, right? Plotting, storyline. It's something that's been driven over a year, not over, like... This small couple of weeks, you know, and the fact that you add upon that, that Daniel Bryan's been cleared to return, mm-hmm. be the first time you see him go in a match in, in years, uh, you know, two years, right, I guess? Yeah, because this match, from my opinion, started, the whole storyline with KO and Sherman started last year around a little bit after the draft, like, so April, yeah. May, and um, this, there was different scenarios, in my opinion, for this match. Because in my opinion, I thought it was going to be Daniel Bryan versus Shane McMahon at Mania. You know because they, they were butting heads here and there, yeah. 
course. So then now with KO and Sami Zayn, it makes sense, even though I rather would have liked to see Shane McMahon and Danny, would, I think would have done well. Yeah. But I think this match, I think the tag team protects Daniel Bryan from being in the ring the whole night. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, what I was thinking also. But, you know, his ring time will be limited. Yeah. Um, even though it was good to see a returning Daniel Bryan team up with him and Matt, I got to go with KO and Dabby uh, Zane. This one. Yeah, I mean, it's tricky booking because you got Daniel Bryan who's coming back, right? So he's obviously going to compete. So do you book him strong and give him the match too? Or do you put KO over and Zami Zayn? Because I think... Because look, KO and Zami are there long term. D, you know, D. Bryan... You know, D. Bry, uh, he's there now returning. We don't know what's going to happen with him. You know, I, you know, you hope that he has a great match. Mm-hmm. They protect him, stays healthy, and goes on to have, an, uh, like, another, another, you know, a Shawn Michaels run, mm-hmm. right? Where his second half of his career was even better than his first. Changes his style. He obviously should change his style, hopefully. You know, protect himself. Much like Shawn Michaels did, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and have this, like crazy successful second half run um I'm gonna go with Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon here the reason why I pick KO and Sami Zayn because of the storyline since they have to win the match to get to the be, job back ah uh, so right that's right why the I caveat pick. okay so I'll tell you what I agree with you and I was kind of thinking this a little myself KO and Sami Zayn win because Shane McMahon turns on Daniel Bryan I was thinking that too Right, Dan O'Brien wasn't there to protect Shane, whatever, when he got assaulted. And somehow that happens, right? And then this results to them, like, you know, um, turning on, on them and then them winning. Because winning they've the been budding heads for the past month. Yeah. So this is the ultimate build-up. So I got, I got... I got Daniel Bryan winning... And I got Daniel Bryan winning in some like, some like crazy like uh, scenario where it's by DQ. Shane McMahon reinstates Sammy and uh, you know KO regardless. No, the I had a feeling something would between Shane and Daniel would happen, but like like you said, then I think Shane McMahon did to protect Daniel Bryan. His ring time is, is going to be limited. Um, so you got KO and... Sami Zayn. Okay, so moving on. Uh, we got Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Right? So who do you... Who do you got in this match? This is like a very like uh, interesting matchup, right? Because it's going to be like the first time... That we see Kurt Angle in, in, in the big spot. Right, it's uh, nice to see him back in a WrestleMania card. You know, the first time you know you got like Ronda Rousey debuting, debuting, making her debut in a uh, in a, in an actual match match for the WWE. Uh, Triple H and Stephanie, right? The Triple H Stephanie and Ronda angle has been built up a while back. Minus one part of that equation, which was The Rock, but I think. Kurt Angle being put into the match with smart booking too because he kind of has had these like 
incidents with Stephanie and Triple H, right? Well, wasn't it supposed to be originally Triple H and Kurt Angle one on one? Not, I mean, I don't think there was really ever like since uh, Survivor Series. Was there like a build up towards those? Yeah, because remember Triple H turned on. Well, not really turned. He just on the Raw brand, right? On the Raw That's brand it was. To yeah, get yeah, the yeah. win for the Raw brand. Yeah, but you know, but it, I mean, look, it's smart booking because look, Ron. There was already a built in angle with Ronda and. Triple H and Stephanie, right? Mm-hmm. You just substitute The Rock and put Kurt Angle, who has some heat with them, and it kind of carries over perfectly. You know what I mean? Because it's different storylines. Yeah, but also match. what I like about the, the Angle is, like, you know, Ronda and Angle are both Olympians, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but also Ronda's MMA kind of background, Kurt Angle's kind of MMA enthusiast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think their styles, like, mix and gel perfectly. And I think, and I think that's why the match is going to be like, uh, you know, as good as it is, or or as good as it, or, or I should say, the storyline is as good as it could be. It's like perfect planning, perfect like plotting, perfect like storytelling. Let me say it's different. Yeah, it's different stories within that one match. Yeah. Um, the only the only problem I see is like, either way it goes. Someone's gonna be lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I know it's bad. I just um, like. I just like the way they Because originally, it was supposed to be what? The Rock and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie? But I think The Rock would have. No offense to The Rock. It would have overshadowed the whole match. I don't know if it would overshadow the whole match. I think. I don't think The Rock being inserted into anything really takes away from. It. Any of the angles because, like, again, it was already a kind of built, pre built storyline with mm-hmm. Rhonda, but you were at that time you weren't sure if she was or wasn't going to be part of the WWE and if she was going to be part of her, like, you know, a WrestleMania match or was she going to be a full time WWE like competitor? Now she is, right? And, you know, The Rock may or may not have been available, who knows? Or maybe The Rock, or maybe The, maybe the Rock is the reason. That Kurt Angle and you know what I mean, uh, Ronda win the match, right? I think been because maybe something happens with Stephanie and Triple H where they get other people involved in the match on their side, and then you know, The Rock has to come and save today. Ultimately, I think Trip. Ultimately, I think Angle and, and Ronda win. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I agree with that too. Yeah, absolutely. The way they win, I, I didn't think of The Rock getting involved. Cause you know, cause cause I feel like you know maybe The Rock can't get like too too involved. Hey, we're uh, yeah. Well, we have. We have. All right. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome back. Uh, we actually had a run in from my uh, from my girlfriend. Uh, we stopped by to say hello to uh, to to the Ness. Um, but anyway, so we were talking about this Ronda Rousey. Kurt Angle match uh, with Stephanie and Triple H. Uh, who who do you have as as your uh, decisive winner? Oh, of course, uh, Kurt Angle and uh, Ronda Rousey. Okay. As if we're trying to figure out how they're going to win. Yeah, how they're going to win. Like something ha- big has to happen. Yeah, match. well, it's, it's too too big of a match, really, in order for something big not to happen, right? Um, like, the, see, the thing with Stephanie and Triple H is now they don't have that whole stable. Like, they had Joey Mercury, mm-hmm. you know... Um, 
Jamie Noble. Jamie Noble, uh, Corporate Kane, right? The, these characters aren't there currently. Mm-hmm. So they don't have this, like, stable like they did before uh, for people to run in. But something interesting is going to happen in this match. But ultimately, I think Ronda and Kurt take it, right? They got it. Because you got to build you gotta build Ronda strong. And I think Triple H has more manias left in him than Kurt Angle possibly does. Yeah. Right? So, uh, you know, I think, that, I think that's how it goes. Um, but, yeah, so, you know... We have next the WWE Championship match. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I might have butchered that, but whatever. Now, here is... Look, I I know I said, you know, Balor, Miz, and Rollins steal the show. But this is also going to be a show-stealing match. Possibly might be the best match. But I don't, I don't know, because WWE might mute... The match a little, I don't know, you know what I mean? Hopefully they let these two guys do what they do best, and then they're going to have the greatest match possibly ever in WrestleMania no, history. I think they're going to let them do what they do best in this match. They have to. It's yeah. Just, if they want that A performance, they have to let them go as, as you know, as who they are. And it's going to be two, it's going to be a really entertaining match. I mean, you have two, like, like I think Shinsuke is a bit more charismatic than AJ, but they're both just equally talented. And I think they've both worked together in the past. And they're both still in their prime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Although AJ is like 40. You know, and I think it's great that they call him still a young man. This young man. Um, Shinsuke is like 36, something like that too. So he's not too far off. But it, it's going to be a great match. And I think regardless of who wins the match, everyone wins. But I want to sh- see Shinsuke Nakamura take the match. I will be victorious. Victorious AJ Styles, you know, like this, this, this has the makings of being a classic, an instant classic, and also allowing Nakamura to be the flag bearer for SmackDown and taking SmackDown into the into the new, you know, uh, season, yeah, I picked, so to speak. I picked Nakamura as well to leave with the title. Um, I'm just looking forward more to the match. Okay. Because either way, if even if he's not victorious, it's the match itself is just gonna. Speak boundaries. Well, the match is going to be victorious. It's going to be a victory and a win for all involved. Because um, to me, personally, I, I I wouldn't matter who who takes the, the yeah. win in this match. Yeah, everyone wins. It's just the match itself. Yeah, that we want to see. Like how many cool spots are going to be in the match? How many close calls are going to be in the match? Um, but yeah, I mean, AJ and Shinsuke and Nakamura, pending any kind of outside you know, like, factors, injuries, or, or, or just WWE, like, controlling this match the way they want to control it. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be a great match. I, I got to go... I'm going to go AJ. I got to go AJ here, though. I don't know. Some, some reason... You've always been an AJ fan, that's why. It, it's, not, it's not that I've just always been an AJ fan. I'm a huge Shinsuke fan. But just in the WWE, do they trust him to take it to the next level because if I felt that they did I'm going to Shins- I think now they have more confidence than him okay because why would they well, why they would they let him, him in the rumble right if they yeah. did yeah. no this is the reason if this was maybe four or five years ago they probably would I would say AJ yeah because they probably wouldn't have that trust in him to take the to lead the company but mind you they they gave the ball to Jinder Mahal last year why not a Shinsuke Nakamura yeah, no, it's true. I mean, look, I think... And despite the language barrier. 
Yeah, no, no, no. But I don't think his language barrier is like the worst, right? I think you, he can still deliver. He just needs to take that mouthpiece out of his mouth when he, when he talks. It sounds like he should the lift, right? Um, but this has also been a match that's been built up before too, right? And that uh, what was it? Which ladder match was it? Or Money in the Bank or whatever? There was a match where Shinsuke and AJ actually went head to head for a little bit in the match. I think it was a Money in the Bank. It was a Money in the Bank? Okay, and and they went at it there, you know. And that was a big thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Now they wanted, you know, you, you know when John Cena, you know, who we'll get into next, was looking for his opponent, right? For his opponent, like. There was that whole thing. Are they going to make this a triple threat? Right? And if they make it a triple threat, does John Cena really fit into that, that equation? I didn't think so. Had you plugged in Finn Balor in there, then that's a different story. Because now, you know, how crazy is that? You see the, the New Japan guys. This is really what you're looking at. You're really looking at, like, New Japan, a New Japan mm-hmm. match in the WWE taking place, you know? Which is cool, you know? Um... But I, I think just thumb two there, it's, it's good. It doesn't dilute the match because we did get AJ versus Finn. You know, I hope we get to see Finn versus Shinsuke here. Um, you know, I, I think we got to taste it. We got to taste that in NXT, right? Um, this is gonna be a great match. I, I don't know how much more I can say about it. Um, but I got AJ here, and you got uh, okay, okay. Well, before we get to the main event. Although this might be the main event, really. Uh, John Cena has been calling out The Undertaker, right? And I think this is, I think this has been the rumored match for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know what the pause, you know, what's been going on. They haven't exactly gotten the match where it needs to go or whatever. But, uh, you know, John Cena, the rumor was it might be John Cena versus Rey Mysterio. If it's not the Taker match might be John Cena, AJ, Shinsuke, right? Like, they just... Like, it sounds like... It, it seems like really weird that... Why don't you just, like, build a match up in the beginning where he's calling out The Undertaker to get this match? Instead, you made John Cena seem like a little baby who couldn't get on a WrestleMania card, and he was trying to find every way he can. If it wasn't an elimination chamber, then it had to be, you know, him going to, to, to SmackDown to, to get interject himself... Into and you know into a match yeah, to get on the card. I just didn't like that booking for him. I mean, it doesn't matter. You can put John. You can just throw John Cena into a match and it's fine, you know. But don't make him seem weak when he's no, really. No, it wasn't even weak. It's just for me, it made him seem spoiled. Yeah, like a crybaby. Yeah. So, the match is gonna happen eventually. Yeah. Well, but it's gonna be. I mean, come on. It's gotta be. It's gonna be the taker match. But which take? Yeah, and which, which, which I think, you know, that whole Kid Rock thing, mm-hmm. I, I mean, look, I didn't think of it at first until, you know, I started, like, reading things online and hearing things online, and I'm like, yo, that makes sense, right? I, like, it just didn't occur to me that, oh, the American Badass gimmick, and one of the things that they had mentioned that I was like, that makes sense, too, that I read and heard was, well, yes, The Undertaker is no more, Right? He put his gear in the middle of the ring, the hat, the jacket, and left. Maybe he only left The Undertaker there. Gimmick. Yeah, the gimmick, but not Mark Calloway. You know, not the American badass. The American badass, right? And and it's maybe it was The Undertaker's last match, but but it wasn't. It was the Dead Man's last match. Yeah, you know, but not 
you know, and 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 from the from the ashes up rises the American badass, and I think that gimmick what maybe fits it more well better now, but fits it better now, older, vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like the mystique of the Undertaker is gone, and the American badass was beatable, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't the Undertaker really; it was more different. I mean, well, I should say more different, not good, not proper English, but it was a different thing, mm-hmm. you know, and. With Kid Rock being there, what a way to like make a grand yeah, entrance, you know? It'd be like when the uh, Motorhead did a uh, Triple H yeah. entrance. At, yeah, uh, you know, and he comes down in that in that motorcycle. You, maybe he has a hard time getting down to the ring, you know? Hey. What a great way to help him in there, you know? <laughs> um, but I think that's what it is. I think it's John Cena versus American Badass. It makes sense. Even before the rumors started <laughs> with the American Badass coming back, like what you said with the gloves in the in the ring yeah, here yeah, 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 in, yeah. in the ring, yeah, like. That gimmick is dead. But the American Badass gimmick is still... It's alive. Living. But they mentioned that years ago. Because I know the rumor, rumor was he was supposed to... Supposedly his last match was going to be with Kane at a WrestleMania. Kane, it was supposedly going to be like a very alive match. And Taker would lose. And then like the next night we'll see Mark Calloway or the American Badass gimmick. They go, the dead man died, but yeah, the American badass didn't die. Yeah, I mean, so that's like remnant from what is now happening now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a great idea because you know, it gives it, it's like the Undertaker reinventing himself, mm-hmm. but we'll see how he reinvents the American badass gimmick. Um, and is it his last match, and is he saying goodbye as as that, or? Could he just like interchange? But you know, but I don't know. I don't know how much longer. Kind of personally, I don't know how much longer I want to keep seeing this Undertaker compete. You know, like he's an older person. Not, well, I don't say older person, but you know, he's older. He can't do as much as he can. He's a little bit more limited. I mean, you know, the guy had an amazing career, and it's great to see him still. But you know, I don't know that he'll ever. I don't know that he can ever perform the way he used to. You know, so. I think the American Badass gimmick is good because the American Badass is more punches and kicks anyways. You know what I mean? So I think he'll win with that. Yeah, Brawler. Can you get him up for that last ride? I guess we'll see. Will that be his last ride? Uh, no, we'll put him on the... What was it? The, the submission? The triangle? On the triangle. The, uh, yeah, uh, they need Hell's something. Gate. Hell's Gate, yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, but I see Taker, Cena, and then I see Taker winning. Yeah, I see Taker winning. John Cena does a job. I think John Cena does a job because John Cena can come and go. And I, he probably maybe needs a reason to disappear if he's going to go do Hollywood. But well, he has to promote uh, Blockers. And then he's going to film Duke Nukem. So maybe this is the best Which way to do it. doing very well. It's surprising. Yeah, I mean, look, he, he much like The Rock, if you're, you know, I don't, he'll, I don't think he'll have the, the career that The Rock has, but I think he'll have a better career than Hulk Hogan did in Hollywood, yeah. for sure. Um, all right. So I got, I got the taker going on this one, and you got... Taker. Okay. Well... This is the, uh, the probably the main event that's going to close out the show. Um, and, uh, the last match on the card, and the last thing we'll touch on here. Uh, we got the Universal Champion Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Who do we have coming out here victorious? Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Okay. And I, I guess they gotta go Roman, Roman on this one, right? I get, they finally gotta give him his due at Mania. What do you mean? 
does he get his due at Mania? Does he finally get his Mania moment and win the world title against yeah, Brock Lesnar? He has Mania moment last year. Yeah, but, but... No, no, but this, this is the thing. The, the reason he wins, I think the rumor is that Paul Heyman's supposed to turn his back on Brock Lesnar and, and join forces with Roman Reigns. But does that make Roman a heel? Make, makes him more a legitimate heel. Because now you have the mouthpiece of Paul Heyman. Which is interesting because, I mean, man, just let... I, like, I don't feel that Roman needs a mouthpiece, but I guess it does, but I still feel like you'll never let Roman be Roman. You keep diluting Roman Reigns, you know? Now, I want to see him as a heel for the longest time. I want to see him as a heel. And I guess if you're going to do it with Paul Heyman, that's a great way to do it. But then, you know, look, you had Ryback. You had Kurt Henning, you know, who who brought, who he aligned, who Paul Heyman aligned himself with, right? Like, like we've seen it in the past where Paul Heyman has betrayed Brock Lesnar. We've seen it in the past where Brock Lesnar betrays another Heyman guy, CM Punk. You know what I mean? But he doesn't have as successful runs with other people as he had with Brock like Lesnar. Brock Lesnar or CM Punk, right? Because CM Punk and Brock Lesnar, uh, CM Punk and Paul Heyman work well together because they're both amazing mouthpieces. Mouth Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman works because Brock Lesnar is the beast, the physical part, and yeah, Paul Heyman's the vocal part. But they have that now with Roman. He doesn't have the same physical presence of Brock Lesnar, and he also doesn't have the same chops vocally that uh, CM Punk has, right? So I think, I don't know. I don't know if I like it. I think if you're going to do it, just let Roman do it on his own. But uh, but I, I'm going Roman Reigns here, especially if their rumor is Brock is going back to the UFC. Right? So we'll see. Um, yeah, but we both got Roman. Is it going to be a good match or short match? Long match, short match, good match? It'll probably the same, same time as um, the first time they met at WrestleMania. Okay. With with no money in the bank to be cashed yeah, here, no so there should be. But now, speaking of money in the bank, I forgot to say, I think Carmelo cashes in against uh, at, 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 at Mania. But against. the question is, is she only, the ca- the money in the bank is only for... It's for both shows, I think. I, did, did, did they have it for... Oh, no, no, it was a SmackDown. It was a SmackDown brand, was SmackDown. so I think it was only SmackDown exclusive. But can she do that? She like, do that, I mean, yeah. yeah, like the same. No, I think. But can she do for like the that clause? Like I could choose any. I don't champ? remember because if not, they would have said that. I think on SmackDown's televised stuff. Yeah, because it was only a SmackDown. Yeah, paper. it'd be interesting if it happened, and that's how she beats. If Oscar gets beat that way, but then, that, but does that mean Oscar loses either way? No, no. Um, or she can she can cash can she cash in in, in the middle of the match? Make it a three-way, and she could pin Charlotte. So technically, Oscar doesn't lose. Yeah, never gets pinned. I don't see it during that match. I, I, I have I have a feeling that they could reverse it and they can use the clause to go. She could she, she could choose any women's champion, which would make sense against Nia versus Alexa. Yeah. But well, plus because it comes to be, plus because both women titles are on the same show for one night. So that's a possibility. But I wanted to mention that because I totally forgot to mention that before. Yeah, I totally forgot. But, um, but anyways, in conclusion... And I think she's hot. Yeah, me too. Uh, and she's standing out. So she's local. So we got Roman Reigns going over. Um, so that concludes uh, the mania portion. The night after all, what do we see? What do you got? Quickly. Returns, debuts, new storylines. I can see Mysterio returning. Okay. Uh, Jeff Hardy. Okay. Me too. Uh, I can see that. Do- I said Roman Reigns winning the title, go over his heel, 
with the title, hopefully with Paul Heyman. Definitely uh, Who does a feud good with? start to feud. I could see the first break is probably feud with on the Raw brand. Right now, because in my opinion, Seth Rollins is going to win the IC belt. Yeah, I so see we see with Seth Rollins. I was thinking Rollins too. And I was also thinking maybe one more pay-per-view match with Brock. Brock loses. Brock, we, we say goodbye for Brock for a while. Um, I think Brother Nero debuts on Raw. And I think something happens with the with with the Woken Broken Universe, but with Bray Wyatt included in it. Um, I think aside from Rey Mysterio, I think maybe even even a uh, some some NXT call up. Maybe one of the ones that we mentioned. Maybe even Drew McIntyre. Uh, SmackDown. Any any anything quick things Smackdown. on SmackDown? I can see uh, Adam Cole going to SmackDown. Adam Cole debuting. Any uh, notable feuds that you think might start up on SmackDown? Adam Cole. Or just anyone. Maybe something with Shinsuke. Well, or... a, well if Shinsuke does go over, I think we'll have another one or two matches with AJ Styles. Okay. But I think, I think, I think there's going to be some, some, something interesting with D. Bryan on, on that, which might be like... If The Miz loses, maybe he goes to SmackDown... And then there's something finally there at the payoff with uh, well, no, Brian and, and, and the Miz. I can see that, but remember, the draft is not going to be too yeah, like I but, uh, but, but I'm just but like, even, even, even yeah. Though, but I think if I read correctly, the Miz will take some time off. Cause okay. Oh, because of the baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, th- that makes sense. That's why maybe maybe they feel you for SummerSlam. That's true. All right, man. Well, it was a pleasure. Um, it was great. An interesting podcast as we had some interruptions, we had some background noise, we had apparently we can't drink apparently we can't drink uh, beer in, in my own building. But uh, another time, another place, it was a pleasure. Always. And we'll uh, hopefully do this uh, sooner rather than later. So definitely do it after Mania. That's right. And uh, hopefully everyone enjoys Mania same way uh, same way we will. We might be at Legends in the city, um, you know, watching it there, maybe drinking some some Steve Wazers and uh, yeah, man, just, just no beer clause there. Yeah, no beer clause there. Um, yeah, definitely. It's been a great podcast. You know, putting our opinions out there about yeah. Mania, yeah. talking about previous Manias as well. But yeah, definitely, this WrestleMania is looking to be one of the best so far. All right, all right. Well, with that said, uh, see you guys later. And shout out to the Madness who can be here today. But uh, hopefully, we'll have them back here on the ca- on the podcast as well. All right, so everyone. Have a good time and have a good night. Good night.